Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TakeCast. You will be hearing this uh, starting on Monday morning, but probably even after, uh, as the eighth annual Scott Fishbowl begins on MyFantasyLeague.com. I am here with the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, Scott Fish. We are here to talk about SFB8 and kind of the history of it. But before we even begin and all of that, I need to tell my Scott Fish story, which is that Last year, I, and this is a very, very typical story of me, my lineup was not submitted yet. I believe starting on the, the Thursday of the first season and out of all, I think, how many people were in it last year, Scott? 720. So 720 people were in it and I had not submitted a lineup yet and I had Kareem Hunt on my team. And if you remember, that was the first game of the year last year. And Scott sent me a DM on Twitter saying, hey, you, you know, you have Kareem Hunt and you have not submitted a lineup yet so I just ran so pure but Scott also took time out of what I'm sure is a super hectic day for him with the league to reach out to me so that is a great anecdote of both myself and the <laughs> person Scott is Scott how are you doing man doing well doing well yeah I, I try to take uh I, t- I try to keep close attention to that because it's it's a league people really seem to care about so uh when something like that happens and it, it's it happens it, it's rare I mean we all do it in all our leagues at some point right so uh, I just like to take care of people, make sure that they know what's up. <laughs> I I will I will say my issue is a lot of the time I get I get lost uh, in MFL. I yes. like I just I just I I get backed up. I get conf- like what I end up having to do is just save the bookmarks for the submit lineup screen. That's mm. like that would be nice. my best tip to anyone who plays on MFL is just have a bookmark for actually submitting your lineup. Very useful. Nice. Yep. I, and at the top of the fishbowl page, I made an MFL tool about six or seven years ago where you can put all your MFL leagues in, then you can submit all your lineups on one page. So if you're in eight MFL leagues, one page for all your lineups. That's an, I didn't even know that tool existed. So there yeah. we go. <laughs> I use, I use the, I'm sure third party MFL platinum app sure. on my yep. iPhone. That's, yep. that's the one that I use and it's, it's useful for, I'm doing the uh, fantasy cares uh, eliminator league thing oh, that, nice. that that man's and uh he started so that's how i'm doing it right now very nice very nice so i for for the uninitiated maybe this is their first scott fishbowl maybe they're seeing the hashtag everywhere and they're not quite sure give me just give me the history give me the five minute history of the scott fishbowl how it started what it stands for, how it, how it operates. Give, oh, me, wow. give, me the, give me the elevator pitch for the Scott but, Fishbowl, please. I, I've been asked for the elevator pitch, the five-minute part. Man, that's, uh, I, can, I can do it, I think. You take uh, it as far as you want to go. <laughs> yeah. I will help you out as much as I can. So ba- basically, this thing started in 2010 as a reader league for the site that I ran at that time. And we, we, got, some, you know, we got some decent named guys. I just went around the industry and got, got whoever I could find to, to play in it. And we got enough guys that, you know, were well-known enough that it enticed people to play. And it, it was just like this, this fun little 60 or 96 team thing for the first two years. Uh, I took a year off because, you know, I didn't think it was taking off 
Uh, my wife was pregnant, a bunch of stuff like that. And the, then the year after, I'm like, no, I need to make this work. I need to make this be a thing, be a, mm-hmm. a thing to connect the community together in this one big event. And uh, came back going for 120 teams and it worked. It, it, it not just worked. We had more like people that wanted to play that I couldn't even fit them in, which was unreal to me because it was really hard to fill those first two years. Sure. And, yeah. And so after uh, about year four, I believe, is where I decided I need to get a charity aspect because I, I, I saw what happened when um, – oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blank on his name now too. But we – Jim Day helped set up a bunch of leagues to buy a dog for uh, a guy in the family industry's daughter. Um, it was uh, – uh, uh, Lad. Yeah, Lad Davies. Yeah, Lad Davies. Yeah, his daughter needed a special dog, a medical dog, and the community rallied behind to do that. And I, I just loved every ounce of that. And I saw, I saw Jeff Miller doing a Toys for Tots drive as well. And like that, there are other GoFundMe's out there. And I realized I need, you know, we are a huge, strong fantasy community. We can do a lot of good. I like to push that. If you're in any fantasy league, you can just donate one of your entries, one of those 12 entries to charity, and we can do a ton of good. So I, I made charity a huge aspect of SFB, um, combined it with Fantasy Cares, which is, is what the charity is that I run now. And it is just grown by leaps and bounds. Just everyone you can imagine in the industry now plays in it. And uh, more than that, they support the cause. They support, you know, buying these toys for kids at Christmas. And, and even if they don't support this cause, they, they, I've seen copycat leagues. That's a terrible term to say, but because uh, I'm proud of it, that, that there are other leagues like this out there that support other charities. And it's the way it should be. I, it's about community. It's about charity. And it just keeps growing. Yeah, it is. It's it's something really cool. It's probably one of the only things that most of fantasy Twitter can agree about because kind of what kind of what defines fantasy Twitter is is massively disagreeing about slight differences. Yes. Yeah. People, people just want to argue uh, about almost anything, but I don't really see anyone arguing about the Scott Fishbowl, which is pretty pretty impressive to get all of those cuz like I mean, how many analysts do you have in the league this year? In the 8th year, how many analysts? Uh, well over 500. It's probably between 500 and 600. I mean, and we got them from NFL.com, from ESPN, from you know, Pro Football Focus, CBS, Yahoo, all the big ones, down to podcasts and websites you've never heard of. But that's part of the fun of being in this is you get to know those people and you get to know they exist and and you never know you know, you never know what kind of awesome information you're going to find from, from, from them, you know? So, um, that's why I love that it connects us, but yeah, it's got over 500. So a really cool thing about the format is it exists like one of the big online championships where, you know, you're in your own 12 team league, but you're also competing against, you know, 40 other 12 team leagues. Uh, but it's not, it's not just, you know, a tight end premium or, you know, a PPR league every year, the foreign, the, the scoring format changes, you know, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So this year, what are the changes that are implemented and what have been over the course, some of your favorite and some of the ones that did not work out the way you wanted them to? <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I have any that maybe last year was the one that didn't work out the way I wanted to the most. Um, but it did it. It did last year was first downs points, points for first down. Yeah, I I say I did well last year for the yeah. first time ever. 
Um, so I liked it. That was, <laughs> nice. that was good for me personally. I, I think, I think it's a, a balance you have to strike between, um, what people enjoy and what, um, and what you want to push out there, I guess. I, I wanted people to realize that points for first down, first off, existed. And secondly, could be something you could add to your league. It's something that matters in the game. It makes watching a, a second and one even more fun, I find. you know, True. Because you, your guy could be on the field for that, and you're, just, you're like, this could be a full point just for a one-yard run. But uh, people did not like that because people just love PPR. Um, True. People, people do love PPR. Yes, they really do. I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite side of that, but I'm, I'm play what you enjoy. Uh, this sure. year I made it half PPR, half point per first down, and then a tight end premium. The tight ends basically get double, so they get a full point PPR and a full point per first down. And the numbers showed that that has been an incredibly balanced scoring between the positions over the last five years. So I mean, I'm interested to see how it goes. My favorite was SFB 480 though. Um, I think, I believe that was my first one. Mm -hmm. That that involved PPR and points per carry and a couple other things, but also very balanced, but it was so loved that people started making all their own leagues, that scoring system and MFL even considered making it a default scoring system because of the demand for it, (laughs) because people kept tweeting them to do that. Um, didn't happen, but, uh, that, that was an amazing scoring system, but this one, not, not as, not as special, but it's pretty balanced. Well, so this year, the big difference in terms of draft strategy is that quarterbacks get negative points, like big time negative points for turnovers. Correct. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, for years, I wasn't a negative point guy, nothing for fumbles, nothing for turnovers. But I realized putting those negatives in really like widens the gaps between the tiers, you know, separates the good one guys from the bad guys. Negative four for an interception, an extra negative two for an interception for a touchdown. So basically, that's such an interesting wrinkle. I know. That's such a that's a, like like the like you Jay Cutler if he was still playing, he he would just be undraftable in this format because the guys like, <laughs> guy is the king of like the horrible throw that turns into the pick six. Oh, right. Yeah. And he has a game where he throws one touchdown and he throws one pick six. That's zero points. You get nothing. You yeah, know? That's correct. It's complete wash. Matt Schaub for that five game stretch or whatever, six game stretch. So has it always been um a super flex format where you can start uh multiple quarterbacks? I'm ashamed to admit I can't remember the first two years, but I can tell you from year three on it has been. Um, is is that your is that your general lean that that's kind of the direction that fantasy should be going in? Because I I am of the opinion that not two QB specifically, but super flex leagues really add another layer of strategy, and mm-hmm. and I think that the game really needs it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that adds strategy, I, anything that adds draft chaos. I mean, right now, especially right now, analysts love to just wait on quarterbacks forever in, uh, in one quarterback leaves and leagues. And I think that's finally starting to filter down to not down, but filter to, you know, more casual leagues and even like home leagues and whatnot. I think it's starting to filter that way. And Superflex pumps those quarterbacks right back up. Yeah, it does. And and I agree with you that that's like a a big blind spot in seasonal fantasy football analysis now. It's is just that like you're not really getting quarterback analysis. Pretty much pretty much everyone's just like take who you like, right. you know. Right. And and this league re- like I 
I guess actually, here's another thing. Where should people be going right now to do their Scott Fishbowl research? I know a couple people have released like data packs and stuff mm. like that. So why don't why yep. don't you give those people uh, a chance to get their content out right now? Man, uh, I'm I, I'm wishing that I could remember their Twitter yeah, handles. But if, I, I, if you're on the spot right now, that's okay. <laughs> well, I <laughs> I know that Addison Hayes has released some pa- a package for that. I know there's a. An analytics guy, Jim Day, tweeted about him the other day also doing it, but I can't remember his Twitter handle. I might have to look for that. But uh, also there's articles. Rotoviz has done a couple articles recently on uh, on like uh, how to attack the Scott Fishbowl. They've done two or three of them now. One recently had several different methods, which was pretty dang interesting. There, there's lots of places. Uh, there's mock draft ADP out there even, like – there are 25 to 30 mock drafts people have done just trying to figure out this format, which uh, is, is just insane to me. <laughs> it's awesome though. In, uh, insane in a good way. Absolutely. And that's like uh, one of the, one of the things I love every year is when guys that I really respect guys that I like, they release like their Scott fishbowl, like strategy article. Like I, like mm-hmm. I read, I read all that stuff. I'm in, I'm in a lot of redraft leagues, like probably I would say like five or six that I still do and take really seriously. But the, the Scott fishbowl is the one where I'm, I'm even with DFS going so heavy and strong. I always at least make sure that my lineup is, is good <laughs> to go. Cause like yeah. some leagues, some leagues I'll like just the kind of the way my football season goes is like, I just, if I'm dead, I'm dead. But, right. and the Scott fishbowl keep, it does keep it. Uh, it's, it's very, it's very entertaining. Yeah. And there's also a little bit of, you don't want to be the guy in 900th place among 900 people. I think that that would put a little fear in there. Was, there was two years ago. I was close. My team Ooh, was, my yeah. team was bad. Two years I've been ago. there. Yep. Yeah. It was brutal. <laughs> what's the, what's the highest you have ever finished? In the, in the seven years I've made the conference finals twice. Um, and actually, no, that's not true. I made the conference finals once and I made the finals once I led the very first year of SFB. I led, wire to wire um and then mike clay beat me in the final which was very frustrating yeah (laughs) no i'm sure i'm sure winning the final for you that would be that would be the apex yeah yep i i i wonder though if how people would look at it though if i had one year one like how it would look if i could have filled it even year two they i don't know probably wouldn't look the best or something yeah. i don't know but uh i have finished uh one in 11 in this league as well so i've been on both sides of that coin yeah um okay so before before we head out i want you to just talk a little bit about fantasy cares kind of about the initiative overall uh if what anyone listening to this can do so so just sort of all of the fantasy cares and the scott fishbowl stuff right so fantasycares.net is where is that where i run everything we do have a donation button but over the course of the summer i run a bunch of different fun interesting leagues for donators it's not like a it's not like a you don't pay to play kind of thing. It's there's no prize pools, no payouts, no entry fees. Just if you donate, like I, I, as a gift, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to put on this really cool, interesting league. So sign up for it. If you want to, if you want to play in this, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I run a bunch of interesting leagues right now. I'm running some SFB satellites. They may be done by the time this airs. They may not be, I don't know yet, but, uh, those can, and, Anything I run on there allows you a chance to get into SFB nine next yeah. year. I, I, I put that as a prize for any any league I run. 
Um, but yeah, fantasycares.net. We're going to, we're going to be over 25,000 very soon. That's pretty great, man. It's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. So, okay. So then anyone else who's listening to this best way to angle for a way to get into SFB nine is what say, say fan or analyst. If you really, you really, you feel like you're missing out, you want to be included. How do you get in? Yeah. Yeah. Basically signing up for stuff on fantasycares.net is the easiest way. Cause most of those leagues are 12 teams or 14 teams or something. That's a one in 12 shot, which is far better than, than the other way. Cause I think by Monday we'll have had 7,000 signups for 900 spots and yeah. it's just not, it's not a great chance. <laughs> you're, you're competing against a lot of people to try to get in that way. You so. could have, you could have won, won through this podcast through a lot of podcasts. Really, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to have contests out there and, and you ran one and that, that guy's extremely happy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, that guy was pumped. That guy, Chris, yeah. if you're out there, man. You were, you were super pumped. And I love that. I love when people get amped about, about fantasy football. It's fun. exactly, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's fun to see that excitement. That's definitely true. Uh, and just like you said, the, the other way is, I run, I try to let people run lots of contests within the fantasy industry. I, I think that helps the fantasy industry and it's, you know, a better shot at gaining in the, the fishbowl than, than just your regular signup. Word. All right. Uh, any, any parting words of wisdom, any, any specific advice for SFB eight before, before we head out? Oh man, I never have advice for this because I'd spend so t- much time working on it. I never prep the actual, yeah, the actual like, draft strategy, the actual draft strategy. I know the scoring inside and out, which kind of helps, but I have winged it on the last several <laughs> SFB drafts. So I don't have any strategies, but uh, yeah, th- thanks for having me on, man. This is awesome. Yeah, everyone, uh, please make sure to check out Fantasy Cares. Uh, definitely, as as Scott suggested, you know, one donation, you know, for one of your one of your entry fees, treat it treat it like a like a twenty dollar entry fee, basically. And there are actually last thing, why don't you talk about some of the prizes? Because we haven't talked about the prizes at all. All right, sure. Uh, let me go to the prize page. Yeah, Football Guys has donated a lifetime subscription, <laughs> which is amazing. I think DLF is also given a lifetime subscription. Pro football, Fo- Pro football Focus has three edge subscriptions and one elite subscription, which is awesome. Uh, football Guys also some three-year subscriptions, four for four, some subscriptions and hoodies and t-shirts, a championship belt from Fantasy Jocks. The winner of this thing gets to play in the FFPC's Pros versus Joes, which is pretty badass. Yeah, that's, um, that's really cool. That's a legitimate prize. It really is. Roto Grinder sub. Uh, my, my companies, uh, I run MFL tens. If people don't know that this out there, I'm, I'm the guy in charge of MFL on, 10. on fanball. Yep. On fanball. And, and we're going to, we're going to have some credits to give away for MFL tens as well. Just so. While, while I have you, yeah. is there, is there any way to develop, uh, an app? Cause like I've, I've just had trouble drafting on my phone. Basically. It is, it is so on the list. We, we felt, okay. we felt it, we could wait on that one just because it's it's such a mobile friendly thing but we realize yeah. that's not a replacement for an app it's just super mobile friendly yeah um, yeah it's okay it's definitely down the pipeline Charles didn't mean didn't wasn't meaning to give you a hard time i just no. while i had you i had to ask absolutely absolutely yeah we, we got a lot of awesome stuff coming i think we even have mfl 10 auctions coming uh live auctions so that's there we good. go yeah live drafts which we didn't have last year so it, it's gonna be good um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stuff to come there. 
All right, everyone. Happy SFB8 Day. Hope that uh, this podcast finds you, you know, while you are definitely making your pre-draft picks to not hold up your league. Hope you have uh, <laughs> exactly. a great experience with it, everyone. Uh, give Scott a follow on Twitter. Play your MFL 10s. Uh, check out fantasycares.net. And uh, if you are not in the Scott Fishbowl this year and would like to be next year, as the man said, that's the best way to do it. You still have plenty of time to play in a satellite league and a way to get into the league next year. So uh, good luck with that, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.